0: Hey, did, did, y'all, uh, did y'all see Ben's
1: dog?
2: I saw the picture. Did they have a name yet? I, I don't think so.
1: When would I have seen a picture of Ben's dog? Was it on the Facebook page?
2: Tweeted about it this weekend.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe I did see that. Oh, it's like a little oh, wow. actually, gold retriever-type-looking dog. It's a dachshund. Dachshund? I actually, okay. I actually, didn't rea- I
0: actually didn't realize that, that he had Hmm. This is one from August 22nd. Huh. Oh, no. He also posted one from this weekend. September 25th. It's a nice-looking dog.
2: I'm kind of over the dog phase of my life.
1: Did you? I um, mean, I'm,
2: I'm sure it'll be great.
1: Is that because it's... I had one. ...siding with We had one. Kids?
2: The four kids probably didn't help. Yeah. Once the four kids arrive, the dog gets a little less attention.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't be too fair for a dog. Unless the kids are really good at giving the dog attention.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I guess none of the kids are old enough to to really, truly take responsibility for the dog,
2: right? The eight-year-old could do it. <laughs> but uh, I, I know I would end up taking care of the dog, so... We're just going to stay away from that for now.
1: What was neat about Ben's dog? It was just about <laughs> it? No, I'm serious. <laughs> did he just well, get it or did no, he like, rescue a, it from somewhere? No, it's I think it's he's... a tiny dog. It's a tiny dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah. what? I think I, I'm starting to remember this dog better.
2: So Alex, the I turned the Reds Cardinals game off, uh huh, because it was not fun to watch like last night.
1: You, I I agree. Last night was not fun
2: to watch. (laughs) (laughs) How are you feeling about the uh, Cardinals playoff chances? I had Cardinals Rockies on in the background, but
1: um, Cardinals Rockies. Giants Rockies, I said. or um,
2: Giants Rockies, yeah, Giants Rockies.
1: You know, I'm not feeling I'm not feeling great at all about them, to be honest. But neither the uh, the Giants and Mets don't seem to be in a hurry to to take it either. Well,
2: what, Mets won tonight.
1: Yeah, they crushed Marlins. Right. What's frustrating yeah. is I actually think right now, like on this date, the Cardinals are probably the best of those three teams. Just because the Mets have all their injuries and the Giants, for whatever reason, have been just awful since the All Star break, but I don't know. The Cardinals don't seem to be in any hurry to to win this thing, so I wouldn't be surprised if season ends and they're they're not in it. No, they they're looking pretty good tonight.
2: Well, it's the Reds.
0: Yeah, but but when you only have, uh, you know, however many games it is, they have left,
1: you know, Who uh, do,
2: the, do you know five? who the Cardinals play but, after this, Alex?
1: Yeah, Pittsburgh. Oh, you, oh,
2: okay. Yeah, and I think the
1: Giants play the Dodgers, which is nice, and the Mets play no one good. It might even be the
2: Braves. It wouldn't surprise me if it was the Braves. I'm trying to remember who. I'm looking. Uh, Phillies phillies okay Uh, i knew it was some team like that cardinals could sneak in
1: oh no they they totally could
0: and i I, I don't (laughs) i don't think it's sneaking in at this point oh not sneaking in
2: but who gets the uh, wild card game start for the cardinals
1: (laughs) i have i mean (laughs) if, if we're even fortunate to set up the rotation to uh to even decide that you know um That would surprise me, but it's got to be Carlos Martinez. I mean, everyone else has been terrible. Adam Wainwright's been really, really bad. Jaime Garcia's been so bad. I don't think I'm ever going to see him pitch again for the Cardinals. I almost wouldn't mind seeing a bullpen game. Oh,
0: man. Oh, man. The one-game playoff bullpen game? Well, you know, I guess that could work, right? It'll work if if you don't have to worry about... A play-in game for the play-in game, right? Like, unless, as long as you're not dealing with a tiebreaker game for the play-in game, it's the bullpen game in the one-game playoff is feasible.
2: Yeah, I mean, so Sen- Cindergard yeah. pitched tonight. If they lock it up, my guess is they'll hold him off.
0: They'll hold him and for the for the for one. The game, while.
2: Right? You would think right. they would hold him off, so you'd get Cindergard, Carlos mm-hmm. Martinez.
1: So refresh my memory, and and the fact that I don't know this is, um, mal- just complete baseball malfeasance on my part. But if Cardinals are going to win tonight, Mets already won. When the yep. if the Giants win, is it are the Cardinals a game back of both those teams, or are they a half back of the Giants and a game back of the Mets? Can anyone does anyone remember what's going on? They, here? Uh,
2: they will be a game back of the Giants. Okay, and two games back of the Mets. Two games back of the Mets. Yeah. Okay, okay, so. Yeah, Mets are a game up on everybody. Uh I guess so yeah. I don't know if MLB is updated yet or not, but yeah, then the Giants, then the Cardinals game out, and everybody else is too far at this point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, Cardinals Mets would be a fun play in game. I would really enjoy that. Harken back to some I old would, of, uh,
2: I would old like that
1: playoff playoff rivalries.
0: Yeah, I think I would dig a I think I would dig a Cardinals Mets play in game. I'm not sure who I would want to win out of that. Uh, both both teams seem a little undermanned right now.
1: Well, Brandon, I was going to say, and maybe I'm biased, but if I'm a Cubs fan, I would much rather play the Mets. I mean, yeah,
2: probably. Hey, so I think Mats. It announced Mats is out, so they've got Harvey, Mats, and DeGrom all out for the season now.
1: Yeah. And we played the Cubs relatively tough this year. The Cubs took ten of ten of the nineteen. So, you know, they they went ten of nine against the Cardinals. The Cardinals are easily the most familiar with the Cubs than any of the other teams.
2: I was gonna say, anytime you can stay away from a rivalry situation and something like yeah. that, you probably want to. Yeah. Have you printed your uh, championship T-shirt yet, Brandon?
0: No, oh, goodness, no. I'm I'm much. Uh I have I, I bought a division T-shirt uh, because I buy T-shirts, but I am slightly too superstitious to to go printing any pennant anything until it happens. I know I know a lot of people have started uh, have have started saying oh everything's coming up Cubs and it kind of is right with all these Mets injuries and Wilson Ramos and and oh, yeah, the Dodgers. And the Dodgers, like all year, being injured, but uh, and I'm the and the Cubs a, being fairly healthy, but I'm I'm not, you know, I'm I'm still I'm still of the, it's the playoffs, anything can happen, sort of mind. I'll
2: yeah, say a series it. with yeah. five or six games filled with Kershaw, Rich Hill, Maeda,
1: that's not fun. That's a tall uh, That's tough. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's fun for a neutral observer, perhaps, but...
1: I wonder if I got a tattoo that said, like, congratulations, Cubs, 2016 World <laughs> Series champions. Whoa. If that would be a good idea, because either I have a tattoo that totally works, or I look like an idiot... But on the bright side, the Cubs lost the World Series or didn't even make the World Series. What do you think?
2: So, I think the listeners would chip in for a GoFundMe and we could make that happen.
1: Yeah,
0: I think, uh, I, think I would contribute to that GoFundMe. Um, <laughs>
2: how, I've never ha- how expensive are tattoos? Is a GoFundMe <laughs> Jesse, necessary? let me ask my wife. How expensive was your tattoo? Okay, my wife got writing down her spine. Is that fair to call it that? And it was $140. Whoa, okay. It's about 15 inches long. I have $140 $140
1: in my bank account, but
2: yeah. (laughs) Oh, she said if you're not worried about the artist, you could get it done for like $60. (laughs) Okay.
0: Uh, Like a bootleg-looking Cubs tattoo.
2: (laughs) Kentucky basketball fans have been the worst at that. Like every year, the year they went 38 and 0 and then lost in the Final 4, there were a handful of 40 and 0 national champion uh, tattoos floating around.
1: Such a bad idea. I
2: just don't get it. I don't it.
1: know what would go through someone's mind to think that's a good idea.
0: Wouldn't don't I I suspect there are plenty of Patriots fans. With nineteen and zero, right? <laughs> like I'm sure every fan base has them. It's a non-zero number.
1: Well, let me ask you this: When you get a tattoo like that, I don't know enough about tattoos. Are you stuck with that, or can you fix it? I don't
0: know. It depends on which. It depends on which <laughs> parent is trying to scare you out of not getting one.
2: <laughs> it I I from it would be painful <clears throat> at the very least, right? Getting something. Erased like that?
1: Yeah, or, would, or altered so it looks so it looks different.
0: Yeah, it involved lasers. I think if the uh, Simpsons have taught me anything.
1: My gosh, people are not smart.
2: Put it in a place that you would have to have your shirt off or something, and then just <laughs> cover it up. You and your significant other will be the only two that will know.
0: Yeah, and your and your wife's a Cubs fan, right? Alex
2: she is so So she'll love it either way
0: right and it's almost like you can say she put you up to it like uh you know I lost a I lost a I lost a marital bet and I had to get this tattoo
1: well I mean I think it's clear this isn't happening either way (laughs) Uh, it just boggles my mind how stupid even when you're at your dumbest like i guess in college would be when most people are at their dumbest even when That's you're true. at your dumbest doing something like that it it almost makes me think you have to be insane
0: i mean you know there are, uh you know i i imagine it's why you'll find a lot of tattoo parlors right next to bars or on the or on the bar strip yeah Bar, bar, a tattoo
1: parlor, bar. Yeah, like they're like predators. <laughs> you Speaking know, of bars, it seemed
2: like a good
0: idea at the time. <laughs>
2: I was gonna say, speaking of bars, uh-huh. me and you sat in a bar this week.
0: We did. We sat in a bar. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear about uh, pitch talks. Yeah, we sat in a bar and then we went to pitch talks. It was it was a lot of fun. Afterwards, I did get my uh, I did get my Jonah Carey signature, uh, which I was which I was pretty happy about. You can't even you can barely even tell that that Jonah my book like it looks. You can't even tell that it's Jonah Carey. I mean. Outside of the part where he says Tim Rains for Hall of Fame, but the the actual name part.
2: Uh what was the crowd like around Jonah Carey at the after party? Um was he the most popular panelist in the room?
0: Who was so so when I walked in, I would say uh Alex, you would be you would be happy to know this. I I think Craig Edwards had the biggest crowd. Um, I think
2: I, I messaged you, Alex. He was by far the best dressed panelist. Yeah, on his panel, very stylish.
0: Yeah, he he was he was definitely the best dressed. Uh, Randy really? Randy probably could have been. He he looked like he was coming from work, actually, um, except he you know, took off his sport coat or took off his tie or something, uh, and and put on his Royals hat. Uh, but Jonah, you know, I, I actually got to Jonah like right after he walked in. So it wasn't, it wasn't as if, um, it wasn't as if I waited for a crowd to form and then kind of tried to make eye contact and then, you know, sheepishly kind of stood in the back. I pretty much was like, all right, I'm, I'm doing this. This is why I hung out at the after party, man.
1: Yeah. Real quick, explain to me. Just the function in general. Were they all on stage? Was there a moderator? Were they taking questions from the crowd? What exactly was going on?
0: So imagine like it's it's basically three po- baseball podcasts in a row um, with audience yeah. questions. So the oh. first the first panel is is a, a national baseball discussion moderated by Jonah Carey. They take questions from the audience. The second one is a Chicago baseball panel, Cubs and White Sox Uh moderated by uh, John Greenberg, who used to be a VSPN and now edits the athletic um, with audience questions afterwards. And then the third one, which was kind of the headlining one was Len Casper who does Cubs play-by-play and Jason Benetti, who does White Sox home games play-by-play, doing a recording with Jonah, and oh, and that also had audience questions. That, now that that uh, Len Casper Jason Benetti convo will be a an episode of the Jonah Carey podcast, and I could not recommend downloading oh, that gosh. highly enough. Like that that is.
2: It was the highlight of the night, and yeah. I was not going into it looking forward to it <laughs> it was
0: it was an hour uh, it was an hour well spent or that that portion was about an hour um, you you will you will not regret listening to that.
2: Jason Benetti is hilarious yeah
0: he, and I he was, was not ready for that yeah he was the revelation of the night, I think i I can't wait I cannot wait until he is the full-time sox play by play. <laughs> that'll be that'll be a great day. I I have listened to him do some games this year, and he's I mean he's very good. So I went into this knowing that he was very good, and I followed him on Twitter, so I knew that he made jokes and stuff. But seeing him in that setting, he and Len played off each other very very well. Um, like <laughs> it's like they've been friends forever, and and just knew knew the jokes and knew. Uh, Basically, how to have this this funny conversation with one another. It was it was great. It was great. I loved it. It starts off with the conversation about bed bugs, uh, but evolves from there.
2: <laughs> definitely recommend it if you get a chance to go do it.
0: Yeah, and I hope they do it. I hope they do it next year too. I, I would. I would definitely go again. I, I saw on Twitter that they're planning a they're planning a hoops talks.
2: I did see that series. Ooh, I, I would enjoy
0: that. I think I would. I think I would go to that as well.
2: What's the? Uh, I, we may have talked about this. Cubs fans generally like Lynn Casper, right? Yeah. Okay, I yeah, thought I so. so. I,
0: Except for that one person who runs the Fire Lynn Casper Twitter account.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was there was it was quite the scene watching Lynn Casper read Fire Lynn Casper tweets. <laughs> For about three minutes. <laughs> that
0: was very good.
1: What uh <laughs> the person who runs that account,
2: what are his grievances?
0: Oh boy, well i better pull this up. Uh, okay,
1: hold on. Oh, okay. like so there's a
2: of... there was a lot of jokes about Lynn Casper jinxing no hitters. Yeah, I've yeah. seen
1: I've seen those before. Um and I've seen Len talk about that before. That kills me. Uh you, you know what though? And this is going to sound stupid. I sort of understand, like, I'll never understand the mindset of actually, like, tweeting or yelling y- yelling at someone that they jinxed the no-hitter who clearly had absolutely nothing to do with it. But, you know, just like you might wear a lucky hat yeah. or a hat that you think you need to be wearing when your team's on or sitting a certain place on the couch, I can sort of appreciate like not wanting anyone around you talking about the no hitter, and obviously the announcer is someone around you, um, and if he talks about it and you're trying to not think about it because you want it to happen, it's completely stupid and irrational, but i can I can understand it i don't understand, like I said earlier, actually actually tweeting at him and pretending it's actually his fault that's just downright silly yeah but I'm, I'm not above doing stupid. <laughs> I'm 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 definitely above tweeting at an announcer and, and yelling at him. But I'm not above thinking silly things um or wear you know, like I said earlier, wearing a hat or, or things like that. Or a playoff beard, perhaps? Yeah, I don't do that very often, but,
2: but yeah, things uh, like that. So here is one. Most of Fire Lynn Casper's tweets are not about Lynn Casper. Okay. Um, um last night Lynn Casper suggested MLB do away with the All Star game. He had another crazy, stupid idea he talked about for a half hour. Okay. Stuff like that. Gotcha. And then most of it's just Cubs talk.
0: Casper tried to induce a no-hitter. Len, that does not work. Thanks for ruining a chance for Kyle to make history. (laughs) At Len Casper.
2: We all remember that game.
0: Hashtag Fire Casper. That was actually uh, this account's... That was the first tweet in about three months. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and then And then before a string of tweets In June it hadn't tweeted Since the NLCS
2: well.
0: <laughs> At MLB A great big fuck you MLB For not giving us one day game At Wrigley You <laughs> give not, You give not one shit About history and tradition Just uh, commercial dollar sign Dollar sign dollar sign oh i love this one now at cubs now we get revenge on at mets for 1969 now (laughs) now mlb just needs to give us a day game at wrigley no one could write the script any better oh well
2: what there what what does he mean day games at wrigley there have been day games at wrigley right this season
1: no he's talking in the playoffs
2: Playoffs. right playoffs Uh, Oh,
0: okay Actually, I was figuring the Cubs would be the team to get the early game, but not if it's Chicago versus New York. And the ALCS last year was was what Toronto and uh, Kansas City, right? So, of course, Toronto-Kansas City
1: would be the big game. I don't know why it reminds me of this, but do you all remember when Steve Johnson, Buffalo Bills wide receiver...
2: Missed. I just looked it I love up. Love Steve Johnson.
1: He missed a wide open catch in overtime, like he was wide open streaking down the field. The the pass is right there, and he just dropped it. It would have won the game. And afterwards, and they end up not scoring, and the Steelers end up winning the game. And afterwards, he takes the Twitter to blame God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read you his it. tweet. It says. <laughs> <laughs> it says, I praise you 24-7, five exclamation points, and this is how you do me? You expect me to learn from this? How? I'll never forget this, ever. Wow. Thanks, though.
2: Wow. <laughs> I can confirm they don't prepare you for that in seminary, how to answer that question.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, <yeah. laughs> it, uh Wow. Wow. That's... Uh, I think he's- I, w- I wonder I if think he he's lucky.
1: Put out a cigarette. That happened in two thousand ten. <laughs> and when Twitter was kinda still still a little bit in its infancy. I think if that happens today, that the uh and this is how you do me would become like a anytime something ridiculous happens, I could see people tweeting that out.
0: Oh right. That'd be yeah. that'd be right up there with how you and
1: Temecula and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't live that far from Temecula. I could meet someone there in an hour and 20, I think.
0: (laughs) Just in case you you ever get into an argument on basketball Twitter. Yeah.
2: I think if anyone was curious how much suspense is left in the NL Central, they'll Uh. figure it out by the topics of conversation tonight. By
0: by how quickly we get to Temecula.
1: Not, Not to bring down the mood, but do you guys want to talk about Jose Fernandez? I actually think that the
0: effectively wild episode on Jose Fernandez was quite good, and and the basically the the writing on Jose Fernandez has been very good. I you agree. Know, like i I'm, yeah. At this point, my commentary is on the commentary because all the all the really fantastic things about him have been said, and I couldn't say it better than them. Right? I couldn't say it better than the people who played with him and the people who write about the people who played with him and uh i i feel like i have i have nothing to add to the conversation except that i'm
2: sad about it yeah did you guys Go. watch last night I, I,
1: I yeah same here i saw mostly the replays
2: okay yeah why are we i for like the first half an hour hopped on and that was, like, Sunday was, it was hard, but I think was a shock, and then watching them last night was, uh, I mean, I was tearing up pretty quick, seeing, seeing you know, Giancarlo Stanton by himself in right field, just crying during the game was a, yeah, last night was a rough one to watch, I can't imagine what that was for them.
1: Yeah. I, I really enjoyed Dave Cameron with Sassouli, listening to him talk, because I thought he really hit it on the head um, what Jose Fernandez was like. And, you know, I, it's not like I even saw him pitch that many games. Like, you know, I, I didn't watch that many Marlins games. Um, but, you know, you, he was such a large personality that it was hard hard to miss him so many times. Um, the Effectively Wild episode was excellent. I actually, in, you know, not to make it something trivial like this, but I actually kind of disagree that with the Hall of Fame thing. Like, I I, I kind of disagree with the Hall of Fame take. Not that I would ever be upset if he, was, if he was elected to the Hall of Fame and I would get it. But I would want it to be kind of on, like, an, almost like a remembrance election, selection instead of, like, on the merits. And I guess the reason why I say that is, like, I'm not positive about this, but something tells me if Dwight Gooden had never pitched another game, after as many starts as like say Jose Fernandez had, he would probably also have numbers that would stack up similarly. I don't know. This might be a bad take. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a. I don't.
0: I mean, look. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a a good take or a bad take, right? I think it's all. It's hypothetical because Fernandez is not eligible for the Hall of Fame. I think it's one way to look at his baseball career, even though there's so much more to look at than his baseball career. I think that this is the one, the one way that, or one of the ways that we as baseball fans can kind of, discuss this. you know, like, and I think, and I think that Sam and Ben looking at Fernandez's career in this context is very much, like the, I think that was actually the best reflection of the the baseball arguments for mm. Jose Fernandez. If if that's even important right now, which you know, which it's not. Obviously, it isn't. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, can we make a hard turn at this point?
0: Actually, before. Oh yeah. Uh, before the episode, I was going to suggest we do a Jose Fernandez GIF draft. Um, oh. But but I couldn't find. I guess I couldn't find enough. <laughs> like I was looking for, I was looking for the Jose Fernandez GIF bank, and I guess I couldn't, for an, I couldn't find the Jose Fernandez GIF bank.
1: Well, if we each drafted one, I mean, I can think of three off the top of my head, right? Sure.
0: Go. Okay.
2: Okay. Oh, are we doing this?
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, sure. We'll do it. Uh, Alex, pick your pick your Jose Fernandez GIF.
1: Hey, I'm gonna pick the obvious one, that two-low one. When he snags that liner um, right over his left shoulder, and and uh, Troy Tulowitzki perfectly mouths, so even if you're the least skilled lip reader in the world, you know exactly what Tulowitzki's saying, which is, "Did you catch that?" And you know, you can you just kind of see Fernandez walking off the mound, uh, laughing and nodding his head. That yeah, I did catch that. And apparently, someone reported this week that he said abracadabra or something as he was walking <laughs> off the mound, which makes it even better. So that would be mine.
0: My- Eric, nice. Eric, what's your, what's your message, uh, Hernandez, Jeff?
2: I will, off the top of my head, take the wild home run celebration. Mm-hmm. The, uh smack on the railing. I think Stanton had just homered to kind of bail him out of something. And uh, that might be the happiest I've ever seen any, Person ever. Wait, hold on.
0: Actually, I did find the Jose Fernandez Jeff Bank. Okay, so maybe we can go. So I'll I'll make a pick, and then we can go. Uh, maybe we can take this real quick two rounds. Hold on. Here's here's <laughs> the bank. I'll do my pick. I think you two have have definitely picked the uh, have definitely picked the the top two. But I love his uh i'm i'm taking the i'm taking the first career home run gif mm-hmm. uh where he's where he's staring it down it's it's a i i i love the home run stare down i i definitely don't think there's there's enough of that in baseball anymore i mean i'm a sammy Sosa fan so of course i i love i love sammy staring his home runs but jose fernandez a home run stare down, yeah, I'll take it.
2: Plus a Brian McCann altercation.
0: Ah, uh, yes, ah, uh, yes, and and we know that that's the postscript. Yeah, yeah. We go serpentine here, uh, because oh, okay. okay. I have mine. Yes, because I have mine. Uh, and my second round pick is is Barry Bonds kissing. Dang it, <laughs> Barry Bonds kissing Jose Fernandez. It Barry Bonds kissing Jose Fernandez. I I loved it, and it's like and it's and it's like that's his last start, isn't it and And that yeah, makes it, pretty recent. that makes it uh that makes it even more even more sad,
2: all right, I think I'll go He gives up a home run to Carlos Gonzalez this is the first time I've seen this one, and his reaction seems to be he kind of smiles at him like he's impressed and then just kind of shrugs it off like he's not even mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's something commendable about that.
1: Yeah, I, I know which one you're talking about. I am actually can't find it here, but I do know which one you're talking about. That is a good one. I guess it's my turn. Okay. I do remember this. He doesn't really pimp it all that much, but in the second row, second column, I guess, about halfway down, he's hitting a home run off Matt Cain. Uh, and I never liked Matt. I've never liked Matt Cain all that much. So this is <laughs> this. Is, this will be my second pick, second and last pick. <laughs> he he hits a home run to left. Stares at it for a little bit. The left fielder doesn't even real doesn't even really turn around all that much because it's just a bomb. It's just what a tremendous athlete he was. My gosh.
0: Oh oh oh. Okay. So I think I think we might have picked the same one, Alex. Oh no, no, we didn't. Cause Matt Cain. Okay. Okay. Actually, uh, the, all right, right. We'll, we'll cap it at two rounds, but the honorable mention here, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give the honorable mention here. It's, uh, he it's, it's this gif of Jose Fernandez. He, he's fielding like a swinging bunt and he fakes the throw to first and then tags the runner or he, and he gets the out at home, right? There's a runner on third, swinging bunt. He fields the ball, fakes the throw to first, like, real hard. And yeah. the runner falls for it and is out at home.
1: Anyway. I saw that, and I don't remember that play happening. So I wasn't quite sure if that was actually the outcome that he tagged the guy.
0: They were able to get the out at He didn't tag him, but he threw uh, – it was a It was a 1-2 on the put-out
1: yeah. at home. Okay. That's awesome.
0: Anyway. Okay. Cool. Jose Fernandez GIF draft. That was fun. (laughs) Eric, what's a hard turn here?
2: (laughs) Okay. Listen, I am as in on Vin Scully as anybody can be. I loved this week. I loved watching Sunday. I couldn't take, not in like an emotional, I'm tearing up way, but in all right we've gone too far. The post game Will you do you mind listening to me sing recording of wind beneath my wings on his way out.
0: Not going to lie, I did not watch it. I didn't I, watch it either. I pressed I pressed stop as soon as he said that's what it was going to be and i
2: then let me set the stage
0: i couldn't i mean i saw the lead up i saw the lead up <laughs> yeah. i i literally i literally watched until he said you know <laughs> will you indulge me and then the and then the strings came in that's when i pressed stop
2: i fully expected him to sing live but it was clearly a young vin scully recording and it I mean, the players were all like, arm in arm, swaying on the field. I can't imagine any of them were that excited about that.
0: I mean, I guess at this point, if uh, he's been the Dodgers announcer for what sixty-seven years, right? So at some point, at some point, you just indulge the man.
1: (laughs) I I didn't quite do what Brandon did, but I saw a tweet that said. Basically, watch Vince Scully sing Wind Beneath My Wings, and I chose not to watch (laughs) that. But he had a fine career. I think we'll all agree on that. (laughs) Yeah.
2: He was my favorite falling to sleep, put a game on, listen to him as a fall asleep person.
0: Sure. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's... True legend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Alex,
2: you can't fall asleep to baseball anymore. That's true.
1: You know, I...
2: How are you handling that?
0: Well, unless unless Alex goes to sleep at like 9 (laughs) o'clock. I was about to say, you
1: might might think that. (laughs) But when a game starts at 7 o'clock local time, and it starts to stretch into 10 or 10.30, I... I found myself a few times falling asleep to some Padres games, so it, it still is possible.
0: Well, it is the Padres.
1: Yeah, that could have, that could have something to do with it. That's certainly um, that's certainly true. Although, you, you know, not quite as iconic, at least in the baseball world, has been Scully. The Padres have uh, Dick Emberg doing most of the games. Dick Emberg. that's
0: right. Yeah, and yeah. He
1: does. Just his voice is, is really, really good for sports. I always enjoyed him when he used to do Wimbledon, yeah. uh, when, he, when he did the NBA Finals back in the day on NBC. Yeah. So he has a nice, kind of comforting, soothing voice as well. He really
0: does. He really does. I, I, like, I like Dick Enberg's voice a lot. And actually, between... Scully and Enberg, this, obviously, I've I've heard some of Vin's iconic calls, but by the time I was old enough to really take in sports, Scully was back to doing local Dodger games pretty exclusively. But of the two, it's Enberg, who I, I heard a lot more of growing up, mostly on tennis, but a little NBA, too.
2: The West Coast between Scully, Enberg, and John Miller... He's yeah, had they, it pretty good well. on the radio department.
1: Guys, I am going to to send you something that I showed up in my Twitter feed. Um, it's the single-season uh, leaders on baseball reference for wins above replacement. Um, John, who also writes at Viva Alberto's, posted it, um, and... I just want to say one of these is not quite like the others. Um, and I think you'll figure it mm. out pretty quick. I'm sending it Set. via Facebook chat and I'm also sending it because the season in question is one of my all time favorite baseball seasons. Again, one of these is not <laughs> not like the others.
2: This is all time,
1: all time for a single season,
0: single season war. Yeah. I mean these are mostly old dudes.
2: I don't know any of these people. And Dwight Gooden?
1: Right. Are you looking at like the pictures?
2: Oh, no, no pictures showed up. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. oh, 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 oh. oh not, I see
0: it now. I see it, it now on the okay. full. So I had to so it didn't show up on mobile. But
1: Oh, okay. But, okay. But
0: when I went to that, the full, yes, when I went to the full, sorry. oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> i was just scrolling through the list of names like uh...
0: this is uh it's it's actually this is actually funny to me
1: it really doesn't come through unless you see the picture
0: yeah the photo the photo is what does it the the collage
1: this yeah if i can describe it for the audience it is a bunch of <laughs> old tiny looking baseball pictures baseball guys with their ridiculous mustaches they're grim faces because I think this most of these pictures were taken back in the day where you had to stare at a camera for like five minutes while it took your picture for it to work and you couldn't make any sudden movements or it would ruin the whole thing. So basically, a bunch of, basically a bunch like, of old Hoss Ra- Radburns, right? A bunch of old Hoss Radburn looking type guys and then Dwight Gooden from 1985. <laughs> <laughs> and the second most modern guy on this list. Is Babe Ruth? I'm not kidding. Babe Ruth in whatever year he had a 14.1 war. This is excellent.
0: At age 28, age 28, Babe Ruth had a 14.1 war. War. Okay. Uh, let's
1: see. Age 28. That
0: is 19, 1923. 1923 with the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, he hit three ninety three, five forty five, seven sixty four. That that seven sixty four is a slugging. Uh, not the combined. I'm not. I'm not one of those. One of those people who does the average on base OPS. Um, forty one homers.
1: Eric, did you see the picture?
2: The picture is funny. Okay. I was just staring at the list of names, and then when I okay. looked up at the picture. It becomes clearer why this is entertaining.
1: I couldn't figure out what was taking so long for you guys to notice. <laughs> it didn't even dawn on me that you were only looking at the names on a mobile device, but okay. <laughs> but that's this is an appreciation for how amazing Dwight Gooden was in 1985. I think that's my, in my lifetime, I think that's my favorite baseball season. B- favorite baseball season by a player.
0: Oh my god. Alex, I just I just looked at the tweet that you sent before we started recording.
1: Which was <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the uh the the cardinal falling off the stretcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Uh, that's, that, that is beautiful. That's courtesy of Van Hickelstein, who is this amazing guy at GIFs or GIFs or whatever they're called. Um and he's a great follow of your Cardinal Spas. He's constantly throughout the game uh, tweeting out very funny GIFs like these like this one. You, you uh, might have to put it on the link to the uh, yeah, I guess I'll have to at this yeah. point
0: Alex you're you're in San Diego uh, have you been have you uh, participated in any of the pitch
1: calls for extras? On the television. Oh, show. sorry, sorry. I was, I was, I had no idea what you're talking about. I have not, it, um, and I haven't even seen word of that anywhere around town. Ah, oh, bogus. Yeah, uh, I would though. I, if I had time, I, I assume I, I hadn't even thought about it. But I assume they're filming some of it at Peco Park or giving the appearances that they are. Yeah. The first. Uh, have you guys seen the first episode? I haven't watched it yet. I plan to, but I still haven't watched. No. Okay. No. Okay.
0: No. Okay. Well, it's uh it's it's good. I enjoyed it. Solid solid like 8.0 pilot, I think. Um which is which is also very good for a baseball show. I I think one of the one of the things that's cool about it is that they film in Petco, so some of that is in uh you know, in the stadium. Uh, I actually don't recall from the, from the Effectively Wild episode where they talked to the baseball consultant, but uh, either it was in the clubhouse or in an almost exact replica of the clubhouse. But they were able to build the replica. If it's a replica, they were able to build it because they had access to the original and were able to, to base it mm. off of that. But yeah, it's 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 very realistic looking.
1: It got really good reviews. I mostly didn't watch it um, because with, with so many good shows on television now, I kind of wait for other people to tell me that a show is good before I start watching it. Um, uh-huh. Because I, I feel like I already have enough shows on my queue. Um, yeah, yeah. And also, I'm just inherently biased against shows on network television, so I really? just assumed it was. I just assumed it wasn't going to be that great. But it seems like that's not the case.
0: So wait, you're you're inherently biased against shows on network TV. You know, it's it's weird. Uh, uh, um, network
1: TV dramas. I mean, Friday Night Lights is the only one I can think of in the last couple of years that I really enjoyed. Uh, what, yeah. am I miss- what am I missing out there?
0: Well, no, that's a thing. I mean, I it's been a little while since I've since I've really watched network TV dramas. Not since like, I wasn't watched, I haven't watched multiple at a time since like West Wing, Gilmore girls, I think. So it's been a while. Right. And that's like, that's like almost 10 years at this point.
2: You're not not watching NCIS weekly.
0: No, I wait for the marathons.
2: I basically found the TV shows I like from 10 years ago. And I just keep watching them over and over. (sighs) I've realized I've done this with music too. Like, my entertainment selections finalized about 10 years ago. And I've done nothing new since.
1: <laughs> well, what you said about NCIS is kind of what I was talking about. Like, that's what I think of when I think of network television drama just kind of that episodic, formulaic, where a plot line begins and wraps up by the time the show's over.
0: Right, 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 right. I was kind of into – I was kind of getting – I was kind of into How to Get Away with Murder last season but I think one of the things one of the things that kind of turned me off of it a little more is the mystery of the week aspect to it it's the season long arc that kind of kept me coming back but the but the individual murder of the week was not was the less fun part
1: my wife and I tried to watch Gotham for a little bit, and it just—I don't know—it felt like a show that could be good, but it's not quite hitting the mark. Like I think there's a good show in there somewhere, but they're not pulling it off.
0: Yeah, I think the only—I uh, guess the only—the sh- only drama I'm kind—I mean a I watch a watch. As many episodes of Pitch as they put out, but other than that, I guess the only show I'm watching is uh, is
1: The Walking Dead. And, the, and then, and that's cable. I was just going to ask Eric who yeah. the Reds who the Reds close with.
2: Uh, the Cubs at Wrigley. Oh, okay. no, oh, wait, in no, 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 in Cincinnati. It's in, in Wrigley, Wrigley next year.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that'll yeah.
2: be that'll be fun.
1: Brandon, the Cubs now have 101 wins. How many games remaining?
0: Uh, What? They play every day from here on out. Wednesday, Thursday,
1: Friday, Saturday, So Five? Five. Five? Yeah. Okay. So the the Mets won 108 in 1986, and that's the most in the National League, tied for the most with several other teams since like 1910 or something. If the, if the Cubs won like 105, I'm trying to – well, the Cardinals won 105 in 04. But the Cubs have a chance. So if the Cubs won 105, that's gonna be up there with some of the best National League seasons of all time. Yeah. Do you do you want them to win as many as they possibly can, or do you are you ready for them to kind of throw out the J V team?
0: Well, here's yeah. the thing. They kinda of did tonight. Um Yeah, they kinda of did. So Rizzo started but was pulled by the fifth inning, I think. Bryant and Russell didn't start at all, and then yeah. the bullpen was kind of was kind was scripted. I think uh, Wood went Blackie went five. Wood came in for one batter. Cahill for an inning. Montgomery for two thirds. Okay, uh, I think they they I think they were gonna end with Grim going the ninth, but he had he was having a lot of trouble, and then and then it was Felix Peña who ended up coming in to save it. So even when it got close, they didn't go to Chapman, they didn't go to Strope, they didn't go to Rondon. They kind of they're getting all these guys, their reps right now. So I mean, at this at this point if the if it's almost like if the Cubs win games from here on out, they played pretty much full strength against the Cardinals over the weekend, but if they win games from here on out, it, it is basically with with half the team, you know, like they're yeah. they're not going they're not going to their best relievers or they're pulling their starters after five or six. A third of their lineup is 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 benched, and then another guy is pulled early. It's almost it's almost like Madden might not care if they win at this point because they already have they already have the best record in in baseball sewn up.
2: Just like the Warriors did in basketball.
0: <laughs> oh man! And the Warriors were were up what in the finals? They b- I I heard they blew a three one lead. Ah, uh-huh. huh? Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to fact check that. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it looks like that's true. It's it's true. It's uh, it exceeds mostly true. It is actually true. Yes, I have a quest I have a question about the Warriors three one meme. Why? Why does it seem like that meme went away, why, or why does it seem like that went away for basically the entirety of July and August, and and now it's back? Is it because basketball season is almost starting, and that's why the three one meme is back?
1: I got to be honest; I didn't even, I wasn't following the ebbs and flows of this particular meme, <laughs> and I have only recently noticed. I've only recently noticed people like bringing it up a lot. Right. Which, which might be your point, which might be proving your yeah. point. I don't know. Um Yeah, exactly. I, I have where did it originate? Like who first started?
0: Well well, it originated with the Warriors.
1: <laughs> right, right. Like obviously it originated when it happened. But who why did this all of a sudden become like become I don't a meme?
0: Mean, you know what? I'm gonna talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna consult know your meme.
2: Hey, uh, a uh, quick NBA thing. Uh-huh. Look, the Cubs won the NL Central. If you're listening, you know. So, okay, <laughs> you guys might like this. Uh, the Ringer, uh, Jason Concepcion at the Ringer, just did an article: the NBA hipster team championship belt, and he's broken <laughs> it down oh. by eras. And oh. I, I was curious if you guys could guess this.
0: Is is the modern is the modern NBA hipster team?
2: The Timberwolves? He stops at... Oh, oh 9 to 12 is the last team he had with the belt.
0: Okay. So he does
2: not dabble now. But from basically early 90s to mid 2010s, teams can have it for more than one year. So there's blocks of years teams can have it.
1: So, it's which which team in the NBA is the most hipster team? Yes. So, okay. Definitely that Thunder team, right? For a while with Durant and Westbrook. When they Durant- had it from
2: 09 to 12. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Brandon, he does say the next hipster team is the Minnesota Timberwolves.
1: Ah, okay. Cool.
2: So, there you go. Oh, cool. yeah. 09 cool. to 012 what, Thunder.
1: What? What? Well, hold up. The T Wolves. Okay. So, we got Wiggins, what's.
2: <sighs> Carl Thibodeau Towns.
1: And Thibodeau. Thibodeau is the anti-hipster, I feel like. No, of
0: course he's the an anti-hipster, but but it's him as the coach and executive of that team that is really, you know, making them the fun pick.
2: Okay, here's how he defines it. A hipster team represents the rarest of NBA experiences, a surprise. They are the teams that burst onto the scene organically, whose on-court chemistry often comes across as pure attitude. Who play as if entertaining is just as important as winning, and yet manage to win some games anyway. Just never the big ones.
0: Uh, so this is probably a, a second-round peaking
2: team, right? But so, they're, so they're uh, before the Thunder.
1: What about the before the of Thunder?
2: Back in the day. The yes, so they had it from ninety eight to o three. Okay. There's a team in between the Kings and the Thunder. Oh, the from, Phoenix Suns. Oh, you are killing this. <laughs> Kings, Suns, Thunder. Before the Kings, a team had it from ninety three to ninety six.
1: to ninety
2: six. Mm. My favorite team of all time.
0: Okay, it well, is. It is. Okay, I I have a guess. And if it's not this team, then I – it's one of two. I have two, okay? 93 to
1: 96, you said, Eric? Yeah. Then it's his favorite team of all time. So that's – I don't – I'm confused. The Orlando Magic. NBA team.
2: It's the Orlando Magic.
1: Ah, okay. Okay. I I, I love that team, too.
2: Okay. And then last one we'll do. 92 to 97, there's a little overlap. Trailblazers? You're in the right part of the country. Okay. Seattle?
1: Ah, of course.
2: The Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, of course, Seattle Super of course.
1: Sonics. Although I think the Jerome Kersey, Terry Porter, Drexler teams should get a little love to Kevin Duckworth.
2: And then the uh, the Derek Coleman Nets had it before them. If oh, really?
1: Honest. What? Why? Um, Why? Why? What is it about the Derek Coleman Nuts, though? Is that, that, is that, uh, is that,
0: do is that, did they get Drazen
2: Petrovic points? They do. Uh, they were a hybrid of two types of hipster teams. They were young. Kenny Anderson was 22. Coleman was 25. Yeah. Petrovic, uh, and then, yeah. And then Actually, Chuck Bailey.
0: The, the team that I kind of thought would be on this list but didn't show up was the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, Yeah. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Uh, the Alonzo Morning, Larry Johnson era Hornets. Muggsy
1: Bogues, Kendall Gill, yeah, Dell yeah, yeah. Del Curry. Those are some fun teams.
0: Yeah. And and actually, if it wasn't, if that mid 90s team wasn't the Magic, I would have guessed the
2: Hornets. That's a good call.
1: I remember when Shaq and Morning came into the league, they came to the league in the same year for the 92 93 season. For a few years, it was a legitimate, like, Laker... Like, you had to, like, one or the other sort of thing. Like, that was a real rivalry. Even though Shaq was clearly the more dominant player. But Mourning was also a very interesting and good player in his own right.
0: Uh, Mourning was Martin was wild. Like, he was so big and so strong, but he could move so well. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. And he... And I, at least the the kids I remember... Like it was like who do you like? Shaq or was it like that? do you guys remember it being like that or?
0: Nah, nobody nobody liked Shaq or Morning where I was from.
2: Ah, okay. Oh uh Uh I think people like Shaq in Kentucky. I don't know. <laughs> to to bring this full circle, Grant Brisby is currently tweeting about the Warriors three one meme.
0: <laughs> uh there is there's nothing i know your meme.
2: At the moment, about three one. So, lead. so Brisby tribes in middling Tweetstorm This one's about the Warriors from June. When I watch Giants games, I'm wired to have one eye on the game and one on one eye on what I should write. Can't help it. Even with Ishikawa, I was like, I'm so happy right now. The hell am I supposed to write about this? I'm not like that with the Warriors though. I get to be a hyperactive idiot fan. It makes me feel alive and dumb, also alive. So during Game 7 of the Finals, I'm pacing around the house with an unopened bottle of water. I have a feeling how the game's going to go. When Kyrie hit that 3, I twisted the bottle like I was wringing out a dish towel. Water went everywhere. Try this with an unopened water bottle. Maybe it's easy for you. But when the adrenaline wore off, I realized I screwed up my wrist. Over three months later, it still hurts. Hurts to push myself off the floor. Hurts to hold open a car door. Hurts to clean a heavy pot. And what happens when I do something to tweak the wrist and feel the pain, which is several times a day? It reminds me of the fact that the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead in the NBA Finals. <laughs> well,
1: I, I don't remember who tweeted this, but someone the other day wrote, I wish Harambee was still alive and all the people, and all the people still making jokes about him were dead. Um I'm, I'm I'm so, I can so, find man's that. that's,
0: that's a little that's a little meta like because he's <laughs> because this person is is in theory tweeting that they would sacrifice themselves for Harambi.
1: Like so you're saying because that was a joke, what he was saying? Yes, yes,
0: <laughs> it's like they're they're willing they're willing to forego their remainder of life so that Harambe can live.
1: You might be right. Who was that? Damn, that was funny. <laughs> it may have been uh, Bobby Big Wheel, if you know who that is. Uh, I kind of do, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I just know him by that Twitter handle, but I, I don't know. I can't. If I try searching on my Twitter, on Twitter, Harambe jokes... I don't think I'm gonna be able to no, that's... um yeah sort through all of those.
2: There are so many tweets about the 3-1 lead. I <laughs> yeah. did not realize how big of a deal this was.
1: Yeah. Oh my
0: god, my favorite one. My favorite one I think is 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 the 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 hidden messages and team logos one. Oh my god. Here, I have to send this to you. <laughs> Oh the, and also the the final grant Brisby tweet is uh this is gold this is gold yeah you're right eric the meme exists because i exist and it's counterbalance in the universe as its counterbalance in the universe and i would like to opt out thank you <laughs> uh grant love it hidden messages and sports logos okay oh, i want this
2: message so bad
0: I was not, I was not expecting this when I first, uh,
1: okay, here we go. <laughs> and the eye in Islanders forms a blue arrow. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> 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 the pretty <three> vertical. <laughs> 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 oh, that one is really funny.
0: The payoff, right? Because, There's the because payoff. that's
1: that's the only one that's an actual joke, right? The others are are real, right?
0: right. Okay. Yeah, okay. the other ones, the other ones are are mostly real, right? 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 Yeah. Actually, I, and you know the funny, I think the funny thing about this is, I actually did, I didn't know the Islanders one, right? So I'm reading through this, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is legit, right? Okay, cool, fun, fun. And then I actually was—I was not expecting the the Warriors one at all. I was that it caught me completely by surprise. Oh, one <laughs> one last thing. There's a uh, uh, I want to. Oh, uh, we'll close with the John Lackey tweet, or not John Lackey tweet, hey. but John Lackey quote. Uh, John Lackey talking about his season this year. Uh. First of all, he says, I'm not surprised by 101 wins. Quote, I had some pretty good offers from other people, and I chose this one for a reason. It's all here. Thanks, John. Uh, But also, uh, he says, beyond wins and losses, John Lackey calls the season his career best in terms of, quote, those numbers that they've made up in the last few years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's really funny because it sounds like he was it sounds like he has a sense of humor the way that it reads. Right. But he but he probably
0: said it straight faced. Right? He's proud
1: of himself for for having great number great stats and the numbers they recently made up. Oh my gosh.
2: Feel free to deliberately liberally edit this, Brandon.
0: Uh, I'm I'm going to conservatively edit this. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, we've been recording for for an hour and eight minutes. I have a feeling that this this might still make an hour. Yeah, I think it's a that good.
2: A <laughs> lot of good content tonight. This is, I, this... We we have reached peak, laughing at things other people can't see and not describing them fully.
0: <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> we're gonna have to make the. We're gonna to have to make a PowerPoint that goes with this and kind of uh, out of it, like the visual, the visual component of the NL Central podcast.
1: It's always fun when you learn you have uh, new skills, and I I feel like I learned that I'm pretty decent at guessing basketball hipster teams. I learned that today. I learned
0: that. There are a lot of jokes about the Warriors being up three one and then <laughs> losing, which which is going to put me on guard if the Cubs are up three one.
1: Doesn't really happen as much in baseball, which is su- surprising
2: for how. Well, easy I don't they- know. I mean, if if Ooh, Twitter if, that.
0: if Twitter were around in two thousand four when the Yankees blew a three zero lead, like would would this be reaching you know, Warriors up three one level?
1: I'm about to get sad. Well, yes, it would. In um, two, I was about to ask who was the last baseball team to blow a 3-1 lead, and I think it was the Cardinals in 2012 against the Giants. Ouch. Unless anyone remembers another
0: one. Oh, those, no. giants, those Giants also came back from being down 2-0
1: on the Reds? Yeah,
2: yes, they did. And,
1: and both games... And then Ooh, sorry, not only did they come down 2-0, well, but then they had to go play three games at
0: Cincinnati. Right. They did the 2-3 format that year. Yeah.
2: <sighs> We're really well, ending up I mean, the I don't know what I learned here. today? What did you learn today? So I wrote, I've been doing this thing at Red Reporter called the Reds Tournament of the 2000s, which I thought would be a really good idea. And for most of the day, there was one comment at the end of the article that just said baseball and no one else responded to it. Uh, I think Reds fans have checked out.
1: It's it's Bengals season. No. I was reading the comments on Aviva Alberto's article today, um, and it said, I liked this place better when there were actually writers worth a damn. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's pretty harsh. That
2: who's that, that? That was not on your article, right?
1: It was not on mine, but it was okay. on. It was it was under an article that was very good, uh, very good article about Randall Gritchick. Um It's gonna it be a tough crowd <laughs> over there. <laughs>
0: Really? Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I think that's going to do us. I think that's <laughs> going to do it for this episode of an NL Central podcast. I'm I'm Brandon Lee. That's Alex Trisopoli and Eric Roseberry. You can read them at Viva Verdos and Red Reporter, respectively. And uh, I guess the next time you'll talk to us, or the next time we'll talk to you is probably either before or after the wildcard game next week Mm -hmm. right than a wild card so that could be uh, that could be fun could be fun Uh, if the Cardinals are playing it'll be fun for Alex if they're not playing then we'll probably talk about more basketball okay that's all